Welcome to episode 105 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. I'm your host Chris Laverick and on the SBTS we try to get a flavour of our local football here in East Sussex but in particular the club I follow for my sins, Hastings United. On episode 105 we're joined by Scott Price, Hollington Director of Football, talking the Gibbons last season and looking forward to this season. Then after that, we've got Harry Stapley, Westfield boss, talking development off the pitch at Westfield and what Harry thinks the prospects are for his youthful side this season. Then we go to the SBTS Band Roundtable. Along with the Hastings boys this episode, we've got the lovely Terry Scott from Margate and Gabriel Maitanis from Enfield Town. Enjoy grassroots football fans. And now over to my chat with Scott Price, the Director of Football for Hollington United. It gives me great pleasure to have the wonderful Scott Price, Hollington's... Well, last time I spoke to him back in April 2021, he was the Hollington manager. Uh, only last week I spoke to him and he told me he was the T-boy for the under-21s. I'm thinking it's director of football these days, Scott. What are we these days, sir? Yeah, still director of football, apparently. Um, the club welfare officer. And also you have three under-10 teams at the moment, so, which is keeping me busy. Yeah, I was going to say, bloody hell. Yeah, you know, you know how to keep yourself busy. Obviously, great things going on at Hollington. Uh, last season, uh, well, I, I, well, as usual, usually Hollington dominate whatever league they're in. Um, obviously, John Carey uh, was there, undefeated season. The only slight blip really was the kind of not turning up or being robbed uh, in the Cups, uh, Cup Finals, which I'm sure we might get to. Um, first of all, I suppose, Scott, like your thoughts on... On last season, and obviously John parting ways, and obviously Gino parting ways with the club as well. What are your thoughts on all that? Um, it was inevitable. Um, I think their history shows that don't stick around too long. Um, we knew that the trouble is with it, which a lot of local sides are beginning to realise. Yeah, you know, that the game players is becoming harder and harder every year. Uh, academies are getting bigger and bigger. Um, and just the, the players just are, are not there to attract anymore. You know, I had this conversation about four years ago with the Hollington committee and told them this will happen. You know, the days of yeah, sixteen-year-olds, seventeen-year-olds just turning up and playing—it's just—it's dying. And, and lucky enough, we've we've been in a position where we have had relationships with yourselves at Hastings. And we still have that relationship, which, you know, without without that, I would I would wonder where the club was going. To be honest, or not just Hollington, but a lot a lot of football clubs, the grassroots. I mean, if you look at a lot of teams. I mean, New South Wales You look at the sides, and it's actually quite a strong quite a strong um, league. But you, 
the better players are for like 30, 35 plus. Yeah. Which, which I think shows where we are a little. Okay. All right. And yeah, well, as, yeah, I know, I know you're saying obviously we're struggling in terms of uh, the players getting older and that, but from a point of view of your season last season, I mean, it, you did dominate and, you know, I managed, I managed to get up to the Gibbons quite a few times last season and there were good entertainment, bags of goals. So you had a bit of a crowd there, didn't you? Yeah, to be fair, the crowd actually dipped a little bit last year. We, we have been having, you know, before that, we've had a lot, we always get 150 minimum, yeah, even for even before we was in the Mid-Sussex, it's always been a well-supported club because you, you just got to look to where it is. Yeah. I think we lost a lot of respect last year um, from local football because of the rumours of players getting paid and, you know, obscene amount of money that's being thrown about, etc. Which, you know, from a football club point of view, as Cat Scorey say, the football club has never paid a single penny to anybody all the time I've been involved in the football club. So... That side of things, rumours, Gino and John are paying players. Yeah, we're not stupid. We know what goes on, but it, it is what it is. What can we do? And that's, you know, that's why I think the crowd did drop a little bit last year. I think that's why we found it hard last year to, find, to get sponsorships. We find it hard this year to get sponsorships, which has always been easy. But unfortunately, at the moment, we, we're tired of a little brush of you should have millions in the bank. Yeah. Well, it's, it's obviously not true, but unfortunately that's where we are with it. Um, we knew we, we knew we were going down that road, or we knew potentially we were going down that road when we appointed John. And you know, there's no disrespect to John at all or Gina. It's just unfortunately the outside world can't make their own minds up, and nine times out of ten, you know, it's it's a million miles away. Yeah, I mean. I'll- to be fair though, I mean that that season was weather hit as well. You know, I mean, I know you think it might be. I'm trying to find a few excuses, but like obviously covering it week to week as I was with Leon. Um, you know, we, you had about two months where it was literally there was hardly any games on. So you know, when there's not that consistency of fixture, sometimes people are like you know, particularly my age, I suppose we all get pulled in with the missus going shopping and you know all the other things we want to get out of, which is why we go football. But you know, I don't know if you think anything to that, but. You just don't tell the missus is off. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, t- talking of the Gibbons, um, I-, I know that me and yourself have been in conversations about, uh, you know, the, the, what's happening with it and it's been an ongoing conversation. Um, I mean, what's the latest with the council? I know you're chatting with the council about maybe getting some support there or maybe some sort of redevelopment or, I mean, what, what's the latest with all that, Scott? The latest is... Um, we had a meeting with the council probably three weeks ago, four weeks ago. They called the meeting, um, wanted to speak to us, and I just wanted to know if we were, if we are interested in having a 3G pitch, because I think they're under a lot of pressure. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Um, obviously, yeah, we are interested, and it, well, I can't say 100% going to have it, but it looks more promising now than it has ever looked. Yeah. yeah, getting a 3G at the Gibbons. Still a long way to go, but the fact the council are completely behind us with it, which obviously is going to upset a few people who listen to us. Um, but yes, yeah, they're behind us. I can't see any reason why in time it's not going to happen. It's just prime location. It's, yeah, it is literally bang in the 
living in Wollington and it's, it's a very deprived area. It's not you're not building on the green space because it's all you know it's our it's our pitch. We've got the lease for it. And, you know the, the lease holders have always said we can do what we like as long as it's for the community or educational use, which obviously is for the community. So I can't can't see any reason why it's gonna it's not gonna happen. Oh right. Uh, Oh yeah, good. I was just going to say, knowing like, because I've had back and forth conversations with the council about all stuff with Hastings and you know all the mess that's gone on with the time kiln. What like these things are not cheap. Like I mean, talking, I mean, I, I seem to remember like um, sort of six figure sums to get these things done. I mean, are, are they gonna? I mean, you guys ain't got the money, so they're gonna find it from somewhere. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, it's Gino there's, there's, left his wallet there's, somewhere. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of, there's, there's obviously funding out there for it. There's a lot of funding out there. Obviously, we will have to um, find a majority of it. But at the end of the day, you look at it, you look at it, I think, I, I think I spoke to, I think it's been right a while ago. I think you get the money back within so about six, seven years. Oh yeah, definitely. If you've got it open to everyone, then that's, oh that's my god, it'll be turned packed. It's not something. It's something someone I imagine within the football club who has got a lot of money, who's not just going to say, "Oh, here's eight hundred thousand pounds," and they're going to want something back. And it, it, it is a it is a business venture, really. If you mm. look at it, opportunity. So you know, it's been spoke. It's been spoke about for years and years. I mean, the problem is we've not pushed it for the last. Oh, it's probably three years since probably our first meeting with Billy Woods. It's probably four years ago now. You know, we did, we took a step back because of the Tark Hill mm. situation. We knew full well that both projects were never going to happen. Well, I'm not saying both, but one of them, only one would actually. And to be honest, we sat there and we thought Tark Hill was, and I still think it's probably still more feasible um, thing to do. But obviously, it looks like that's dead in the water. Yeah. Um, so now we've had told it's dead in the water, we've actually pushed on. So, you know, there was respect to Hastings. Um, you know, I know a lot of people think oh, it's because of us. They've not had it. We've actually backed it. We've never, ever gone against it. Um, there are, obviously, there was a lot of talk, a lot of discussions, a lot of disagreements, but there was always a compromise with us and Hastings. And, the, the, the last meeting we ever had at Hastings is we will completely back you. We will um, uh, write to the council to say we back it. But we wanted almost like a pre-contract agreement before because we got promised a lot of stuff from Hastings regarding the uh, Tarkel. And all we wanted that was in writing, really. And it never materialised, so we... Funny that. You know, <laughs> well, there you go. Only that, yeah. Well, again, like, yeah. And that, I mean, that's just basically you've got to look after your your end of the bargain as well, haven't you? I mean, you can't. Let's be honest, Chris. We, yeah. uh, you know, go back to last season. You know, we won the league. Probably should have won both cups. I mean, I know John will be guided. He didn't win all three. But the trouble is with with that team. You just, he leaves, everyone leaves. It's you just, it's just a massive. Yeah, it's not two or three players. It's like it's, it's, you talk of fifteen players, sixteen players. And yeah, the club had a decision to make. I mean, yeah, the likelihood is the club was pop- was on the verge of letting John go anyway because of the discipline issues. Um, so we was in talks before John resigned. You know, what what was it to do? Next? 
next season. And the decision was, because we're always going to come out of Mid-Sussex. We always knew once John went and, and someone else come in, like Glenn has come in, yeah, the Glenn's, Glenn's poor players are completely different to John's poor players. Yeah. You know, Glenn's got his friends, he's got people he knows who he doesn't want to pay money to. They're just going to turn up and play for the football club who probably should be playing a little bit higher, but they're not. And because of that, they're not going to travel over Mid-Sussex, especially if they're not getting paid. So the, the club agreed that, uh, you know, we've, we've won every, everything thrown at us in our level of football as well. From Sussex Cup to Mid-Sussex to East Sussex. I think, so we've won everything in our level of football. Mm. So yeah, from a football club point of view, you think, well, what's, what's more important? The youth section at the moment is absolutely thriving. Yeah, from January this year, I think we had an under-14 team and under and an under-10 team who just quit in January. But the manager just decided to walk away and took all his players with him. And three players left. So we had three players for the under-10s in January. Now we have three under-10 teams, two under-8 teams, and possibly an under-19 already now looking into next season. That's that good. is all good news. It's going, it's mental. It's, it's <laughs> I can't say how busy it's been. And the trouble we had at the moment is coaches, trying to get coaches. Obviously, we don't pay. It's, you know, we pay, we charge them the minimum subs. So we can't afford to play coaches, but we literally have all abilities, all gender, and, and they play together. And yeah. every single child, no matter if they've kicked the ball once or kicked the ball a thousand times, they get the same amount of minutes on the pitch. So that's, that's where we are with it, the football club. We, we, we're going to take a massive step back. We've gone into East Sussex football. Glenn's under absolute zero pressure to do anything, to win anything. You know, we've got another set, we've got a second team as well, a brand new second team, because obviously Glenn's moved up. Most of his players moved up with him. So again, we've had to rebuild there. And it's a case of... Oh, j- hang on, Scott, just for a just for thing, because for people that might be listening that don't know, it's Glenn Hine who was the uh, Hollington Seconds manager, wasn't he? And, uh, yeah, we, yeah. yeah, we promoted Glenn up from the second team. I mean, it's, it was the right thing to do. Yeah. yeah good, he had a good season, considering you know, he was appointed manager, I think, 10, seat, 10, games, 10 days before the season started. He got promoted um, in his first season. He's, he's a local lad. He knows his football. I mean, I've had hours and hours of discussions with him. and You just know if people flagging, you know if people actually know the football. And he does know his football. Um, so, from a football club's point of view, it was the, we think it's the right decision. Um, he, and like I say, at the moment, we're trying to build the youth up because yeah. because of the lack of players. All, all I'm trying to do at the moment is get age groups in the youth, so we just have a conveyor belt. So at the moment, we've got an under 15s next year, so we're two years away from having just the, the follow-on. So the, the, the youngsters go into the, the adult team. And that's what we want to do. Just want to build from within. Just have a 12s go to 13s, 13s to 14s, 14s to 15s, 16s into mid. Then we don't have to go to Hastings and can we loan three players, four players. Which don't get me wrong, this year they've been fantastic. Ben White, Ben Cornelius, I can't, you know, they've been been great with us. But it always ends up not quite how it should end up. Yeah. Because they're not your players. And it's almost like do they really want to be there? You know, I had it when, when Aggie was manager and I had the likes of Kieran Moynes, Darren Old, James Hull, Jay Tomlin, Harvey, Leon Gregg. Yeah, they were great. It was yeah, fantastic for the club. Even better for the, the kid because they're learning, they're playing men's football. 
Yeah, of course, yeah. And you, and you look at them now, they've all, they've all moved on. And yeah. I think, imagine that they're all earning a few quid as well at football. They've all moved on. And this is what I've had so many arguments about, you know, about 16 years. Oh, no, he can't go to... No, 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 we keep... You think that he's 16? Just let him play men's football. Yeah. So when they do suddenly say, oh, yeah, go on in, he's 21, it's too late for him. Mm. They can't adapt to the men's, the, the men's game. You know, it doesn't matter what standard is. When you... When you play against a 16-year-old and then you play against a 25-year-old, the difference is... And that's where I think Hayton's now have actually... Especially now Ben has got a bit more control over the academy. He, he, we sing on the same hymn sheet. Okay, yeah. No, no, he's a good bloke, Ben. Um, well, yeah, well, I, was, I well, definitely want to mention about the charity stuff as well. Um, I know you... I mean, there's, a, there's, there's actually quite a few charity games you have, you have running down the Gibbons, which is excellent. I mean, we had the 1066 specials, we had them down where in the morning the kids played and then in the, evening, the afternoon the adults played, which was yeah, a great day. And um, that was for Sam Atkin as well, which Andy's son, yeah. which is the same thing we're doing for Wendy. Yeah. So Wendy's day, which is obviously the 12th, um, all proceeds were going to Sam Atkin, who um, had a tumour on his brain. It's exactly how Wendy passed away. So we know full well she would love what we're doing. Uh, but it's, it's just a great day. I mean, it's, it's always for a sad cause, obviously. But it's, it's we've got um, parents, we kids match in the morning. And then I think there's like uh, two, ten, twenty-two players each side. Okay. So it's, you know, every player chips in 20 quid, I think. So everything just will go towards Sam. And this was saying, this was the, the football club, it's... It's very unique. It, it does put everyone before itself. Uh, that won't make it. They'll donate as well. The football club. And it's just going to be a special day. Or special lady. Yeah. No, I, I'm obviously, but get, get that out on the old socials. I'm, I'm happy to share it far and wide. Um, it's yeah, a, I think Grant's doing that today. He's putting, he's putting another one together today. For it. Nice one. No, and I'll make sure that everyone, and obviously get a few people down there and get your hands in your pockets for a good cause. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, well, listen, Scott Price, uh, director of football, director of under-10s, um, <laughs> director of everything uh, in all all things Hollington an oh, absolute yeah. pleasure to talk to you mate and, and good luck with uh, good luck with your season yeah cheers Chris yeah cheers take care thanks a lot
Joined by the lovely Harry Staple, who's the Westfield boss, talking all the latest about his youthful side. Well, it gives me great pleasure to have Harry Staple on, first team manager for Westfield on the podcast. Uh, Harry was on last, you were, you were on uh, last pre-season, weren't you, Harry? For I was, the, yeah. 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 And I'm sure you, you did predict, I think you were either winning it or second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but although, you know, fourth place, uh, three defeats all season, undefeated in the league since October, if I haven't got that one wrong. Decent end to the season. How do you think it went for your boys? Um, there's obviously an air of disappointment because of the, the team we have together. Um, we we obviously set our, our sights for the top three. Um, obviously, too many draws has cost us there. Nine draws out of, what was it, 24 games is too many in, in any sound of the football. So, I think I think if we... Can, like, most of our draws come from winning positions as well. You can't be yeah. falling. 4-0 up against Robinfield and try to draw 5-5. It's just, yeah, 
yeah, I think we switched off a bit too much in, in, in a few of the games. Um, um, Ari, was there any teacups thrown in that 5-5? Five five? Oh, it was a very frosty reception as we come back in, I'll tell you that. Um, I wouldn't say teacups were thrown because we were, at the end of the day, we, we were 5-4-0 up. We got into the position, I think we just switched off. I think it happens in every every span of the football. You, you yeah. think you're comfortable and, and you're never comfortable with it. at any scoreline, it seems. So, um, we had that we had that result. We had, what, Rygate as well and, and we couldn't get three points off of them. Yeah, just, just too many draws. If you, if you look at it, three, uh, two more wins, which which would have been um, the Rotherfield game, say, and, and another another win from them draws. And, uh, and we sit second. So yeah. it was very fine margins, but like the, the second to last game when we went to Lingfield, we drew 1 1. We were winning 1 0 all the way up to the 89th minute, and they used their experience, long ball into the box, and uh, and their goal machines decided they wanted to turn up at that point in time as well. So um, yeah, it was it was a good season. Don't get me wrong, we, we obviously going unbeaten since October yeah. and only losing three games. We, we can't. Say we're disappointed with that, but our, our final standing, I think, there's an air of disappointment about, and, and one we want to change up this year and, and push on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, who, who would you say is like in terms of players? Who do you think stood out as shining examples? So, manager's player went to Harry Murphy, um, a new signing from Hollington last year, uh, centre midfielder turned into a centre back. Um, if he actually likes football, he'd probably be an even better player. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, for a kid that, that just turns up, puts his boots on, runs around for 90 minutes and, and seems to just cruise through games, he, he, he was an absolute revelation, revelation for us. Um, you obviously have the young lad, Alfie Simmons, um, absolutely superb. Like, he, he's got such a good future in the game. Um, it's one that seems, it just seems to make football look really easy. Um, you've obviously got Sam Willett as well, uh, Liam Ward, both with a lot of experience in, in higher levels. Yeah. Um, George Landais obviously scored 30, 30 odd goals last year. Um, yeah, he can't. You can't look past him either. And then, and the rest of the squad, they all, they all put their shift in. There was never a time when we felt that we were the weaker side. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'd say the, the four that I've mentioned and, and everyone else have more than held their own and had, had good seasons, really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, saying that, obviously, just quickly touch on it, really. That you know, obviously, Hollington. Um, Absolutely, well, they they really did dominate uh, last season, and 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 like now they're not now they're not there. I mean, first of all, what you think of obviously that they've decided to drop down to the ESFL. What do you reckon your chances are now that they're not there? Um, obviously, there's been a bit of movement in Hollington. Obviously, John and Gino have now found a new home at Eastbourne United. Um, they've now called themselves Eastbourne United Reserve. So I don't think they're too far away from. From what I can hear, so I, I think it's going to be a lot, a lot stronger league this year. I think there's a lot more younger teams coming in. Um, we've obviously got the unknowns, the new ones that have come in. I think Ringmouth have, have now got a, a set up where they're happy with it, and, and they seem to be um, getting good results in pre-season. Linkfield are obviously always a problem. Farrell and, and the team that they seem to always have set up. Yeah, I think that's going to be. I think it'll be a, a much tougher league. Yeah, again, we're we're, we're confident in what we've got. Um, we haven't added a lot. We've added a few, um, but sometimes that's all it takes. And, and we've, we've, we've done really well in pre-season, to be honest. The results haven't really shown it, but we were only 2-0 down against Whitehawk and all their stars, non-league superstars at half-time. And um, we drew 3-3 with Bexhill. 
we were we had a good run-ins with Saltine and Seaford as well. So mm. I think we're we're not far away. Okay. When you were playing Whitehawk, did you you know manage to stick Jack on and so you could kick a few lumps out of a lot of those ex Hastings players? Well, unfortunately, that that come a bit too a bit of a wrong time for Jack. It come a holiday on the Friday, so we thought that's not to select. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know he wasn't happy. He he did let us know he wasn't happy that he couldn't play again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we fought best against that. Yeah, unleashing Jack. Uh, talking of Jack, obviously the, the chairman was Steve Cook. Um, there, obviously, he's there. He's you've got the potential for investment. Looking at the Westfield project, what's the latest with everything that's going on there? So the fence is, is now in the ground. Um, it's all now fenced off, so that, that's a bonus. Um, it's being marked out tomorrow, I believe, weather pending. Yeah. Um, and then I think it literally is just now we're waiting for them to do the council business of, of getting it transferred and, and we're all waiting. Like everyone seems to be, we're waiting for them, they're waiting for developers and developers are waiting for the council and it seems a long line at the moment, but it, it's yeah. close, it's the closest it's ever been. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, hanging on for the council, it could be uh, <laughs> five, ten years down the road, but... <laughs> yeah. I hope not, I really hope not. <laughs> But yeah, no. Actually, I went past it uh, today. Yeah, it's looking good. So, um, excellent stuff. So, so this squad for the coming season. Um, I saw you know you've been signing quite a lot of young players. Uh, quite a few from from Hastings as well. I've got to give one shout out to uh, is it Conor McManus because I used to work with his dad. You know, he's he's going to be useful. He's already he's already decent lump and he's um, made a little bit of an impact, didn't he, um, last season? I think 17 years old now. Um, he's an absolute handful. He played against Danny Spice the other night against Holland. Yeah. Uh, and Danny said he, he went up for a header with him and Connor, Connor wasn't scared of him. He, he put one on him. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, Connor's got a bright yeah. future. Sam Thompson's been brilliant. Um, another young lad that we've got from Hastings. Um, Armandus has been absolutely superb in pre-season. Ronnie Austin is, is, is now with us a lot more and uh, yeah he's, he's scored another two at the weekend so, so there's real potential there yeah. um, we're still going with the youth philosophy we've got most of our team still under what 22, 23 so um, you've got the, the added mix of the likes of George Landay Sam Willett uh, yeah so so we're still a young a young side yeah. so well, we won't be uh, yeah there won't be many old heads so uh, Harry uh, 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 are you winning the league this year? <laughs> yeah after last year I don't want to put my neck on the line <laughs> Good to hear. Good to hear, Harry. Harry, thank you so much for giving me your time. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting down there. Mate, looking forward to having you, mate. Yeah. Anytime. Cheers. Take care, Harry. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Thanks mate.
and now over to the SB TS where the collective minds of Hastings, Margate and Enfield talk pre-season and a lot more. Anyway, it gives me great pleasure to introduce episode 105 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, the Fan Roundtable. Uh, we have wonderful people here as ever. Friends of the show that are here would be the lovely Terry Scott uh, from Margate, who's going to talk about how Margate's winning the league this year. <laughs> the lovely Gabriel, I, I, I... Uh, who is a friend of the show from Enfield. Are you still editing the programme? No? I'm indeed. I'm oh, indeed. Yeah, okay. yeah, as, oh, yeah. Uh, business as usual at the moment as well. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Super Malcolm, the the, uh, the mega agent in more ways than one. Uh, flat white or is it long black? Andy, uh, the wonderful Ian Grant, and of course Windy John. Thank you, gentlemen, for and ladies uh, for coming along. Oh, I count as a bloke. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry to miss Jendy there. Sorry. Don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Another rabbit hole we could go down, which we're going to avoid. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, not today. Not today. <laughs> Uh, well, we did have a couple, few of those discussions when you come over for the fan barbecue, uh, Terry. Yeah. It was wonderful seeing you there. And I hope, uh, well, all our Hastings fans made you comfortable, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I had a really, really nice time. Yeah, well, and we got drunk as well. Yeah, I, I was a wee bit. Mm. <laughs> uh, a new season is upon us. I obviously want to get uh, some talk from the Hastings fans as well about how we feel things are going to go. Lots of changes, should we say? And, um, well, well, we're going to talk to the lovely Terry. We're going to talk about Margate. And we'll talk about where they're going to finish this season. What do you think? I mean, you've obviously got a few players in, not a load. No, no. It's, it's decent players, but what, what are we saying? Well, normally by this time of the season, I'm like, uh, you know, absolutely ringing out on me, me anxiety. But mm. actually, for this season, I've been quite sort of like, yeah, it's looking okay. You know, we're, we're, we're not going to pull up trees or anything but it's yeah I'm, I'm quietly confident you know with mid-table and do me as usual you know <laughs> what quietly confident of fourth off bottom what are we talking about quietly, quietly confident, confident of not being quite as bad as last year oh, okay. <laughs> yeah one 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 off the bottom was like oh no yeah that that was that was not good was but, it uh, what was it your lot that were playing Hearn Bay we did like second from last game third from last game of the season oh was it is that another uh, one I've got wrong? No, they were just... Oh, don't even get me started. Oh, don't talk about, we won't talk about Herne Bay, the fans. Let's not talk nah, about that. Nah. But nah, did you... we, we, uh, we didn't do very well with them, so... Uh... Hmm. All right, sorry. I'm not doing too yeah. well here, am I? I'm upsetting people. No, 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 no. It's, it's a fair thing. Luckily, they've uh, they've been relegated, so we don't have to see them again. Yeah, that's good. That's very nice. Works that. for me. <laughs> Works for us too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, well, anyway, uh, with the panel that we've got here, what are we thinking about Margate? Let's be brutally honest now. Um, before we go to Gab, or who I haven't spoken to yet about Anfield, um, where do we think Margate's finishing? I'll say I, I'm I'm looking at mid table because yeah, we've we've got we've actually got a striker. We've got more than one striker in this year, mm. so we've we may actually score some goals this season, which oh. we haven't done. So you know, we're looking all right. Defense is looking good. We've got. You know, right, right mixture of uh, like some experience there as well. We've got uh, Tyrone Sterling. He's come in. He's mm. he's really solid. He's good at like goal line clearances and that. Uh, <laughs> keepers a little bit mm, anxious. I think would be the easiest way to put him. He's he's getting there. He's 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 improving. Mm. So uh, yeah, 
we're, we're getting there. Midfield, we've just signed another midfielder. It will uh, uh, Mocham. He's he's looking really good. He's one of these. He's like not too much on the tricky feet. Knows when to pass it rather than too much of it and giving the ball away. So is that one of yours, Malk? What's that? Well, Mocham. No, he's not in your books. All right, mate. Sorry, no. I'll just check. Not yet. No. I've been very busy this summer, but you have, not you? Not, mate. <laughs> not many, mate. Yeah, what was it? Just South East London you've been busy in, haven't you? Yeah, I've been everywhere busy everywhere, mate. Yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah. I've got quite a few still on there. Gale's Leo... one of them. <laughs> Man United goalkeeper, he's a free agent at the moment, so Margate, I'll just heard him <laughs> say goalkeeper. Yeah, I can send him down. Yeah, so what are we thinking about Margate? Come on, be honest. I, I'm thinking, I think they're going to stay up, and that's not just because um, yeah, no, Terry's I'll, I'll, on. I'll say. But I'll, I think it might be a struggle. It's going to not Yeah, it, we, we're not going to make things easy. We never do with Margate. That's mm. how we work. So I'll say, I'm I'm, I'm aiming for mid-table. If we get any higher, great. But I'll say, with, with the guys we've got in, it's, yeah, I'll say, quietly optimistic. Yeah. yeah. Well, if we get to gay, it might, you know, you might be looking... Playoffs, but see, we'll see. We'll see. No, no one else want to speak on Margate. Fifteenth, fifteenth, higher, lower. I'm, anyone? I don't know. I'm basing yeah. that on not much, but you I'm know, fifteenth. No one. All right. I think bottom half. Yeah, bottom half. I think I think you'll stay up, but yeah, yeah. I'll say I'm I'm not not as I said, we're not going to be pulling up trees, but I'm I'm more confident than last season. Put it that way. Okay. I'm glad you stayed up because I um, still got all my earplugs to. <laughs> yeah, I think we um we go to you lot on non-league day actually, which would be nice. Oh, all right. Um, okay. It'd be nice not to go there in in the sort of dead of winter either. Yeah, so I think we got I mean, every time we go to Margate, moment, we're quite lucky. We we were supposed to be at Erie from Belvedere tonight, and it was all pitches underwater. So great. Right. <laughs> right. out loud. <laughs> right, Gab, your turn. Obviously, I haven't spoken to you yet uh, through the power of editing. So, Sorry about that. So anything about <laughs> free programs or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, Gab, what do you think? I mean, obviously your lot, you know, been changes behind the, you know, behind the scenes. Um, again, you brought some a few people in. I, I mean, I don't know the league well enough to kind of really judge what the players that you have brought in. But you think you're going to do better this season? It's hard to say. I think there there has to be a degree of patience, and I think there is oh. already in terms of you know Andy. Andy was there six years, and you know I, I think that. What what did for him in the end was that it was we we didn't just get bad results towards the end of the season. It's just the football that we were playing was was absolutely sort of terrible as well. Um, so at least there's the sort of promise after at least a few months of something slightly more attractive. Um, whether it gets results, we'll have to wait and see. It's looked okay so far. Um, you know we've done business the last few preseason games. The new additions look pretty decent. Um, you know Reese Forster in goal looks really solid. Um, couple of decent midfielders as well so yeah we'll, we'll have to wait and see um I think the general feeling is if we make the playoffs it's, it's a real bonus um you know as as with sort of a lot of years but I think perhaps just given that it's so new and you know the players obviously have one season to sort of bed into the new management's kind of style of thinking I think if, if we do manage to get top five it'd be amazing Fair enough then. Okay any any of the guys and girls here want to speak on him Phil? I reckon, I reckon I reckon Enfield will be up near the top. Yeah. Based on last year, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Did you lose many players? We've kept, I think we're lucky. Last last few seasons, we've lost sort of half of the squad, but the ones we've kept have been the real kind of core okay. players. Um, so Jake, Jake Cass has stayed, Sam Youngs, Scott Thomas, you know, the sort of spine of the team is there. James Richmond at the back as well. Um, 
there have been a, a few surprising departures. Nathan McDonald's gone after, you know, having many hundred appearances, um, you know, moved sort of for personal reasons. And Adam Cunnington's gone. So there isn't that kind of as direct an option, I don't think, this year, as as you might have seen last season. Um, but I Your think the main... Yeah, the, the big fella up front. Always gave us trouble, yeah. Mm. Uh, well, and, well, there's, there's Jason as well, who's... Never. Yeah. <laughs> direct. Um, no, but you, you might be surprised this season. I think there's... there's Certainly in pre-season, there's been a real sort of marked shift away from that. Um, you know, and, and individually, I think I think we've got some real promise. I mean, Mickey Parcells come back from, from Hornchurch, which has excited everyone. Um, you know, Joe Joe Payne on the other flank looks really decent as well. So I think individually it's there. It's just sort of gelling into a gelling into a squad, uh, and obviously sort of playing in the style that that Gavin wants us to. Um, you know, and Marcus Wiley as well. I've got to mention up front who I think he flew a bit under the radar last year. Um, but I think if he's paired with someone up front this season, I think it could be a really good season for him. Are you saying it's going to be total football? Is, is this what you're promising, Enfield? <laughs> The, the the closest that that the Isthmian League can get to it, I think, Chris is, is uh, you know, well, if we're being realistic. Yeah. Well, the same with same with yours, same with Margaret. Very much looking forward to coming to those away days because uh, you're a lovely bunch as well. So you know, likewise, likewise. I think we've been blessed as well again with you know with the fixture list. I think it's our last away day, and I think oh, after last oh, year, I think both both oh, the rainy one, fans owed it? it to each other for yeah. yeah to uh to actually have a decent kind of away day where we don't have to worry about the weather. So oh, yeah, yeah. but we do have Kev. Mr. Towner. Beware yeah. of Mr. Towner. Hello, hello, Kev. Evening. I might even get to stay with you for the duration this evening. Yeah. <laughs> it holds up. You've still got that wonderful wallpaper behind you, sir. I was yeah. admiring that. <laughs> yes. Well, my, my, my living room's like a just uh, you know, like like a seventies. We'd never get that vibe. We'd never get that vibe. Yeah, it's yeah. stuck in the seventies. Yeah. Hang on. Talk about Enfield. Enfield's one of my favourite stadiums. Actually, I'm very very fond of the the, the architecture of uh, Enfield yeah, Stadium. Yeah, it's isn't it? It's lovely. It's deco. It's lovely. So I'll be very happy um, if we both stay up. Uh, the other reason I like Enfield is because um, if you look on the, the Hastings United fans' uh, Facebook, you'll see a photograph of me at uh, the Enfield game. And uh, you've got a wonderful big uh, banner up. Oh, yeah. yeah. By the side of the stadium that says, I'm a towner. And it just happens to be my surname. So it's become comedy gold. <laughs> I've just muted him, just so he's he's got a wobble board out now. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's halfway around the world, so he's probably <laughs> getting cheap in the Philippines. <laughs> right, Simon, can you hear us? Yes. <laughs> Christ only knows how I got that to work. Eventually, sorry, you know, it's me and Zoom. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. Total incompetence on my part. So sorry, I'm here eventually. Well, it's good that you're here, Simon, because we've got <laughs> we've got Gab on, who's who does the program for Enfield. So obviously, oh, as a right, fellow, okay. as a Hello, fellow, Gab. Hello. All right, mate. That's What's it. happening? With, are you going to go digital or not? No. Oh, shut up! Shut up! No, I'm going to kick you off, mate. <laughs> I, I got a real hammering. I I was away for so I was I was in Greece for one of the pre-season games, and I got an absolute hammering on the forums. Deservedly so. Yeah. <laughs> what had you had you suggested it? No, I I, I did actually. I, I I mean the the contingency was that they went to print for the next game, 
but at the game itself, I, I only thought we'd get sort of 150 or so for, uh, I think it was just a, I think it was uh, Ratnall or someone like that. And in the end, it was about 250. And because I did a right. digital version, uh, people online saying, oh, what's the point? Why, why would you go digital? And it's like, well, I love my lesson. Slippery slope. I know he wants to do it. That's Simon. He's all about that. him and his wobble board. What are you doing in the background there, mate? <laughs> Me? Yeah, you're something. No. I'll try and I'll try and stay steady now. I'll try and stay. I'll just try and. I've got nowhere to put the phone at the moment, so I'm going to hold it like this. I'll try and keep it steady. It's not that. Ooh, oh, darling. It's not that. It's not that typhoon, is it? <laughs> no, no we, we've had a couple already. One's gone, and the other ones. The other one's on its way in. It's uh, it's a little different here, mind you. It was getting a bit horrible back in England sometimes, yeah, wasn't it? Not so, too good today. Yeah, it's no, been absolute today. rubbish today. What's yeah, the temperature? Yeah, so Simon, what's the temperature where you're at? Uh, it's dropped down to about 29 now, so it's oh, not too bad. Yeah. It, it was up in the high 30s, not recent, not too long ago. So uh, yeah, but it's all right. No problem. No yeah, problem. Get, what I'm what get. I'm not what I'm not going to miss, boys and girls, is yeah. uh, when those clocks change at the end of October. I will not miss that. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're welcome to it. Anyway, it's good to see you back, Chris, doing this. I hope you're going to do Thank it regularly, you. mate, because it's such a good show. And yeah. Great. Anyway, let me hand oh. it back to you. I mustn't yeah. monopolise. You're not monopolised, don't worry, Simon. Yeah, it's not going to be as regular as it used to. I have definitely don't have the time. I've had me little. Yeah. I've had me little. Never say never again. So yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> Simon's been there. He's got the t-shirt on your side. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I, 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 there's times when you just haven't got. There's just not enough time in the day, and uh, a lot depends on what's happening at the club as well. Um, mm. Enough again on Aston's, is there? No, no. <laughs> am, am, I, am I the only one that found that close season utterly depressing in, in a lot in, in a lot of ways? I'm trying totally. to be positive. Yeah. Yeah. I hear, I hear that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's... You never knew, Chris. You never knew from one gate to the next whether the club was going to still exist. I don't know. I, I, rem I remember days like that. I, uh, post post Mark Gardner, I, I remember all that. God, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that that, that was horrendous. You, know, you really didn't know what was coming next. Yeah, I think a lot of clubs at our level go, go through these ups and downs, but I, I just think yeah, what's sure. happened just now. I just wanted them. To, I just wanted someone to tell us what was going on, you know, because yeah. you see the whole team disappear. Gary, Gary, Gary did his uh, interview on YouTube towards just just about at the end of the season, and as soon as I heard that interview, I thought he does not sound very upbeat. He's been told something he doesn't like, and it didn't surprise me in the slightest when he was gone. And then the next thing, the whole team's gone. Yeah. yeah. There's been a lot of changes, hasn't there, Simon? Um, Not much, but seeing seeing David Radari back now, yeah. Now that's a big, it's a step in the right direction. That's one of Malk's, that one, and it Malk, that's one of yours. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there, didn't I? You did. <laughs> yeah. Was it? He, he, he was on the, the the train to Glasgow, wasn't he? And then you you called him off, or what was it? Hang on, that sounds I'll a bit You'll do anything to get a player, Malk. <laughs> Uh, uh, I won't go that far. I'm sorry. There's lines you don't cross, is there, Mal? That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's only money. I won't pull anyone off. <laughs> now, get, getting getting David back is a, is, yeah. a, is a huge step, and I, I couldn't believe it when I saw that. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Be interesting to know what kind of deal he's on. Is he is he signed a contract or what? I thought he's on a one-year deal. 
For people that don't know, that's David Rodori. Uh, he's a player that went to Worthing. Uh, where, where else is he? Crawley. 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 Played for Dartford for a bit as well. He's been, he's been playing higher level. It didn't seem to work out for him at Crawley, which is a shame. Uh, he picked um, up an injury, didn't he? Yeah, that that, that didn't help. Yeah, but uh, he, he he was one of those lads that when we got him, because he came over from Eastbourne, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, that Chris Agatek brought him over. And, and, and you could see that he was going to be a bit special. And he, he was getting better and better. And then he had he had a couple of ACL injuries, didn't he? Yeah, it was really unlucky. He had one up. Yeah, he's very unlucky. He had one after the other. That's why I, I I hope that everything's all right with Tom Chalmers at the end of the year. I hope he's all right, you know, yeah. because David really went through it. And uh, I, I still remember, uh, as I put on Facebook earlier on today, that when he came back at that game at VCD Athletic four or five years ago uh, and came on as a sub and he scored and he, scored, he put us one up late in the game. And the celebrations, I loved, loved it. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. So it's good to see him back. Good to see him back. It'd be the new signing once he plays, wouldn't he? Be oh, new signing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, quite right. So, as I say, there's been many, many changes. Obviously, the... Oh, I love the T-shirt, by the way. Yeah, that, the T-shirt's is that, is that, is amazing. It's Crichton, isn't it? Absolutely. Nice one. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, so, as I say, you know, obviously, we've had tons of changes. Um you know, lots a lot's been said. Um, I wanted today to be about like what we're thinking about, what's there now. And, you know, I've got fond memories, um, as I think we all have, of the the players that have uh, played for us and moved on, uh, the management team that have moved on, fond memories. Uh, although the chat, the Hastings chat that I'm in, I'm not allowed to think that, that they've, they're, they're all evil. They've all gone and they're the devils, but that's just Nick. So it's just, you know, but, um, and, and literally Whitehawk have bought half our team. So that is going to be an absolute tasty game. Um, I hope to have Whitehawk fans on and I've, we played Chesson and we first game. Chesson? Yeah. Yeah. I think we've got Whitehawk first game, haven't we? All right. So you, you sort them out, break a few yeah. legs. And then... I'm sponsoring the match ball for that game as well. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you put some bricks in it? <laughs> yeah, don't you worry. I'll use the Sonic on him, you know. <laughs> but uh, sorry, you know, go on, sorry, sorry. Can I just interrupt, Terry? You're you're involved with another club. I I I don't know who that. Which club's that? Ah, uh, Margate. Ah, oh, Margate. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm the loud one behind the goal with the drum. Oh right. Okay. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all remember. Gabe's <laughs> like, oh god, it's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Things really? picked up at Margate last season, didn't they? Yeah, I'll say... It was a bit rocky for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, I think once we got rid of uh, the manager and the uh, president took over and that, it's 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 been a lot 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 better. I'll say the yeah. team team seemed to have gelled already because of the, the, the dressing room is already really, really good. So, yeah, it's... That, that's that's one of the reasons why I'm a little bit more confident this season than I was last season, so... Right, yeah. Yeah. And Enfield have been through their ups and downs in recent years as well, haven't they? Been some interesting goings on in Enfield. I see the I see your local rivals have just got promoted, haven't they? It's very easy to get the two confused. I think. Yeah, it, that can happen. Yeah, it can happen. <laughs> not not to me, but uh, yeah, it's others. No, I mean, maybe. you know, if you if you haven't done your research <laughs> or whatever, then it can be really easy to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Enfield Town are the, new one, are the more recent club, aren't they? Is that right? 
Uh, yes and no. Because <laughs> because the old lot went bust and they so it yeah. I mean we're we're 2001. They claim they're 1893. They're really 2007. But let's keep that quiet. Right. <laughs> from us right. then, really? Eh? Say that again. Not that different from us then, really? Eh? That's very similar. I mean, if you read up, you read up well, in the, the club history, there's a lot of debate about. When we were what, and when we weren't, and when we started being something else. Yeah. At least there's no there's no kind of breakaway though that, that you know that, that hangs on to all of the all of the history at least. So you know there's no kind of pesky voice from a few miles away that that claims to be Hastings United <laughs> and and puts hashtag only one Hastings in their uh, social media uh, output. But... <laughs> not not yet anyway. Not, yet. Uh, not, <laughs> not, not until Whitehawk <laughs> rename them. <themselves>. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> Well, they, didn't they? Didn't they try and change their name to Brighton City a few years ago? They did. Yeah, and uh, Brighton went get stuffed. <laughs> so yeah, yeah so um, they are they are full, to be fair. Yeah, they are wannabes, aren't they? They went through a, re- a little phase of having money thrown at it there down there, and it didn't last long. Uh, Peacehaven was another Sussex club that had money thrown at it. Yeah, and that, that didn't last long. That they went up a couple of divisions and plummeted straight back down. And they're in the back in the county league now. That, that's football at the level that we follow it, isn't it? It is. Indeed. Yeah. Maybe that's what we've just seen this close season. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, just wanted talk- somebody to tell us what was going on, but let's see what let's see how the new season pans you out. You know who's gonna forward. tell us you know who's gonna tell us what's going on is Super Malcolm, right? Super uh-huh. Malcolm as our, as our link as our link to Stony. Uh oh, actually I've got oh, a, right. I've got a major issue actually with uh Paul Barnes. We're at Ramsgate, yeah. We had the tray of Jaegers out and he turned right. the Jaeger down. He turned the Jaeger <laughs> down. He said he had to drive home. I mean, what's that about? Right. It's oh. a re- Stoney to Stoney had a Jaeger. Oh. Your nah. bloody Jaegers. <laughs> <laughs> How many bottles of Jaeger did we do when you were over, uh, Terry, by the way? Oh, God. There must have been, well, I saw two go, I reckon. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, and anyway. I left fairly early. So. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's, no, that's not on the Jaeger. <laughs> I so, had to yeah. try so... and get to a bloody train station. <laughs> From his house. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> but, yeah, so, Paul, obviously, you know, that I, I, was, I was shocked by that. But, no, other than that, um, what are you thinking, Malcolm? You, you, you kind of know the squad a little bit. You probably know the some of these players better. I don't know any of these players, honestly. To me... This is just a completely new team. I didn't. I didn't mind the lad on the left. You know, is it John? Uh, is Ufa. it Ufa? I think. I yeah. think he's good. He's exciting. Good the rest of yeah. Well, I think okay. I haven't got that one wrong. That uh, you know, I think that's he's, he looks an exciting player. The rest of them, I, I, I've only managed to get to Ramsgate, and other than John Ufa, I was just admiring the Ramsgate goalie who was pro- who had an absolute shocker. So um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what, what's what's your being around, you obviously, Craig must be saying a few words. How's it all sort of shaping up? Do you think better than we thought? I think, or you know, it's um, yeah. When when most of your players leave, you know, and it's sort of a, a couple of weeks into um, a new job, I know, you know, sort of Craig's Craig's phone ain't stopped. He ain't stopped working, you know, sort of all summer. And the same same as Barnsley, because him and he, him and uh, Craig are talking all day every day along with um, Mr. Bernie. Um, 
you know, and uh, but a couple of weeks into the job, when you uh, you haven't really got any players, and all your players have left, um, you know, it was uh, it was a bit concerning for him. But you know, but the amount of players they've got and good players, you know, they're they're fair players. It'll um, they'll do well in this league. Um, I know the chairman's talking about we're winning it. I, personally, I think that he shouldn't be saying that. I think he should be toning that one down. Um, that's just my personal opinion. You don't want to put pressure, extra pressure on the management team. What, what are we thinking there, Malk? Um, I think he's got to be positive. And, you know, I think we um, we should all be saying we're going to win the league. You know, even right. Margate, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm realistic. I know what Margate like. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, you know that that sort of level now. You know, there's a lot of good teams, a lot of good players. Um, you know, and they're just getting stronger and stronger. Um, so, you know, sort of top five um, playoffs. Um, I think is realistic, and it's mm. something that we sort of got rain for this year. I think, especially with you know with David coming back and and Femi up front, he'll score goals. You know, and you've got two great wingers there now. You know, which we was l- lacking last year, to be fair. Um, we was lacking pace up front, um, totally, you know, since yeah, uh, Daniel Adjikai and all that went. We just had no pace up front. And at that level, you've got to have pace, you know, yeah. pace and, and, a, and a big front man, really. Um, you know, Baby's definitely a big front man. Oh, yeah. He is. Yeah. Pace off the goal up, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he'll score goals, you know. Oh, he has um, done, yeah. So, you know, and some of the, the a couple of the players that he signed in the last couple of days, you know, Manny, Manny's a good player. Yeah. You know, he's he's been under the radar and he, he looks good to me. I think, um, um, yeah, just backing up what Malcolm said, having been around, knocking around downstairs and that for the past couple of games and just catching up with people and had quite a good long couple of long chats with Paul myself, when I've been, you know, bobbing around, getting stuff ready for the box and that. And the, the atmosphere is is good. And that Manny Sontan, is that he was he is a really, really good player. I I would second that. He yesterday for an hour, so dynamic. And I think the biggest difference in this group of players to the previous group of players is definitely the speed of the ball movement and and the pace. You they may the defence is still working itself out, I think. But because um, they, they, they had the under-23, in fact, it was 16-year-old in goal yesterday, Harry Howes, who did a pretty cracking job, all things considered. But the, the team has definitely got pace and the ball moves very, very quickly compared to what it did in the previous team. And the, 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 it's a really, it's, it just strikes me as a pretty progressive setup. I, I'm quite... I'm stunned at the, at the level of player they've assembled, given what they had in front of them. And that the players, the biggest thing about the players is they all look as though they want to be there. How that'll pan out, we don't know. But they, it, everyone looks as though they want to be there. And Barnes, he'll bring that out of your, your players, though. He's he's got that that he's got that about him. He's he, when he was down with us, all all the players wanted to play for him. So hmm. yeah, he, he's he's got he's got that. Yeah, you know, he he can keep a dressing room. He's 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 got that about him. Hold yeah, you that one. Hold you to that one, Terry. All right. No, honestly, <laughs> he's I, when he was at Dulwich, he wasn't given he wasn't given enough time. Mm. Andy, who who did the assist last night for Adara's goal? Do you um, know who it was? I, it was a cracking ball. 
Don Vose, who's one of them. So they got two. I only saw it on the video because I wasn't at the Yeah, camp. and so so him and Tyler Christian Law, they're, they're two fairly, they strike me as fairly experienced players. Um, Tyler just sort of glides around the pitch, particularly again yesterday. You could see they're working towards the shape of where the team, again, a quick chat with Paul suggests to me that they're, obviously, as you'd expect, they are gradually homing in on the team and the team on Saturday is likely to be pretty close to what he wants to play and the, the shape of the team last night gave the impression that those two Dom's less mobile but he's he's got that experience I think Tyler that Tyler Christian Lord just just covers a lot of ground and he's got people like um Sontan and Ayabola around him and they they are good players and that and he's I think he's a better midfielder than what we had last year. I'm going to stick my neck out, and I think I, I think Tyler Christian Law is a better midfielder than what we had last year. Mm-hmm. What we don't what we don't see what we don't see is that those wall passes back to the defenders. So defender Craig or whoever would play the ball out, and it would be wall passed straight back to him. So often last year, whereas now players are picking the ball up, they're turning on the ball, and they're looking forward. And that's that for me is that ball movement in just the three games I've seen is the is the biggest difference for me. And it's almost like I, don't, I mean Mal could know more about this than me, but you can see the type of players they've been looking for, and it's quite amazing that they've got them. Yeah. Again, the level of this league is so high now yeah. because of players coming down from see Division Two and Three budget. Sorry, well One and Two, isn't it? In, whatever it is in old mate, one and two, the budgets of those clubs means I think there's more clubs coming down from there, coming down from north and south and that sort of thing. So the standard goes up in our league. So you you can't tell if they play for real. But to me, it looks like a good team. Yeah, I think those um, having those last four signings, in the, what, last two or three days, Mm. really bolstered the squad as well. I was a little bit worried up to the weekend, thinking that the squad's still a little bit light. Yeah, all of those players have been with the all of those players have been with the team for quite a long time. Mm. They just hadn't signed contracts. They were just thinning out the um, thinning out the the trial. So they they were all the trialists, were they? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so they were they were like the um, Mm. the impression. Again, I'm speaking from what I see, and again. Yeah, they they were the trialists that made it through, and again they 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 went through a few players, yeah, yeah. and I think yeah a couple of them, yeah even that um, Ryan Atkins at Eastbourne, it was just obvious he was a good player. The goal he scored, the first goal, was a cracking one touch finish. Um, you know, yeah, I, d- I don't know how they've done it, but they've done well. Yeah, and we've retained a few still, haven't we? We've still got well, Norris still he scored a couple of goals, hasn't he, in friendlies and. Yeah. You know? Norwich has played well. Norwich yeah. seems to have been energised a bit by it, which is interesting. Yeah, well, we've always said that, though, haven't we? Just that little bit more confidence, mm. given the freedom of some extra strength around around his position. Maybe, yeah. maybe that you know, they go on. So yeah, mm. good. And Freddie, he's doing all right, isn't he? Yeah. So Freddie, I, I think he's come on. He hasn't played from the start, and he's come on as sub a few times. So I think he needs. He needs more game time back in that side again, because obviously it's hard to hard to tell who's going to end up because they have got good players brought in on the wings. Hard to end up who's going to hard to see who's going to end up against Charlton, I think. 
Hmm? Did he not start against Charlton? Yeah, he did. What was the attendance for the Charlton game? Anybody know? 700. Yeah, yeah 730 something, which is pretty good. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Well, particularly as it was 10 quid to get in. I think that's. Um, yeah, there was a lot on in the town, wasn't there, that day as well? I think mm. so. Lots of things going on around town. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see how the attendances pan out. Mm. I mean, last season, the, the last two seasons have been spectacular, haven't they? And, and been... uh, especially the promotion season. Uh, so some of the gates there were, were stellar. You know, I think it's all recovery from COVID that was, but um be interesting to see what the level of uh, attendances are when when the when the when the real season starts in, in, in a couple of weeks. Um I won't be able to contribute to that till the new year, unfortunately. But I shall follow from afar. Good, good man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose we'd be dependent on results as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, always, always. Yeah, that, that's that, that's yeah, that's that, that that's any league sport, isn't it? It's all dependent yeah. on results, and that that that's what sorts your attendances out. But I'd be very interested to see how those attendances go mm. when the season starts. Yeah, it's true. So, well, I mean, what do we think? We could, I, I, I'm completely honest. I I don't know any of these players, so I've, I've seen one or two of them. They look all right. I'm not thinking promotion. I'm not thinking that, but I'm thinking that it's it's a decent outfit. It's definitely can play some football. Yeah. Um, I, what, I was a, I was a little. What was everyone else thinking? I was a little bit worried. What's going on from? Oh, so what John was saying. Don Bose is a good player. He's been about. He's. Um, we were lucky to get him, and quite a few people have been in contact with Craig and said, "Like, you know, what's what's going on down there? You know." And once you get players like that, um, Tyler Christian Law, and um, you know, and they start looking and go, "Oh, they got wasted," you know, that they start inquiring more. Yeah. Um, Michael Phillips will come good. He hasn't played much football, you know, but he's um, recently, but, you know, sort of once he gets super fit. Um, and the only thing I must admit, you know, thinking back on Saturday, the only bit that concerned me is that them three players all wanted to do the same job and mm. they all wanted to be playmakers, which is what we missed last year. We didn't have a playmaker mm. in mm. midfield. Um, and going on from what uh, John said about, you know, the ball back to Craig and then it was, you know, it was pretty obvious what was going to happen and this type of thing. Um, he actually said to me uh, one day last week, I've, I've actually got the option now that if it's played back to me or I can just stick it over the top and I know John Ufer will get it. It doesn't matter where I put it. If I put it right by the corner flag, he will run a half a length for the pitch and get that ball before he goes out. You know, he's in, and the other side the same with Leggy. You know, he said, I've got that option just to play it forward. Gab, with, Gab with the new Enfield, with the new Enfield, Gab. Well, <laughs> it's an option we didn't have last no, year. No, Chris, no, it? no, you know, no absolutely. And everyone's always going backwards and sideways. It's never going forward. Yeah. But we never had the playmaker in midfield that demanded the ball. And then he could do nothing with it apart from go back because we didn't have to place in. Once once teams press you, you, you go back and they press, you've got to have an option out, which we never had last year. Mm. Um, yeah, we, we, we didn't either. It's, it's, we've got Ben Green out and he ended up being like playing playing a nine position where he's, he, he's, he's better at bringing the ball and sending it in. And now we've got, we've got what? I think we've got five strikers in now instead of the one we had yeah. last season who was injured. So, you yeah. know. Cool. You, you play I, with, I, I would, you play I would with agree with what you were saying about, I, mm. I kind of felt on Saturday, 
the uh, I, I was wondering who was doing the, who in who was doing the dirty work in midfield. That was that was my slight concern about it. Yeah, I wanted and the guy that done it was the guy that somebody was, um, you know, a bit of bit of yeah, the guy that the Manny when Manny came on, he was the guy that done done the what we called it the dirty work and the dogging about mm. in midfield and that. And I think that's what got him. Although he is a very good player anyway. Um, but that's what got him, got him, you know, his signature um, after being a trialist because of what he did on Saturday in the second half. Because we were a bit he easy covers, to play through, I thought, really. Yeah, he yeah. covers a lot of ground. He covers a lot of ground, and whereas yeah. um, last year the midfield was sometimes coming up short, almost like a you know yard off the pace or something. He's got he some he he's obviously got that little bit of little bit about him to get all over get all over people still commit the foul if necessary but you know go and get that ball um i think another good thing about a lot of these players these new players that seem to be coming from south london around that area mm. in the past someone would have backed me up on this one in the past that would have been an issue because they're traveling to and fro for training midweek but they're doing their training in london now so i think we're going to keep the players Whereas in the past we'd have lost them, they got you know they get fed up after a few few games. I'm not going to train, just sit on the bench, you know. When you're training in London, it might make yeah, it half the one, half, the one John, bit about that doing, doing one at Hastings, one in London, Greenwich. So say again. They're doing half and half, and it and it's yeah, one half in half. one I mean, in Hastings, one yeah. in Greenwich. But I think that's going to help a bit, you know, sort of keep yeah. keep that bond a bit more because at A twenty one is a nightmare, isn't it, for anybody to go up and down at any time, let alone on a Tuesday night in the middle of winter to do some training. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, no, I think that's a good move. Is that training then Tuesday, London, Thursday, Hastings? Something like that. I don't know how they do it now. Malk, Malk, what is it then? Um, I'm not quite sure, but I don't think it's Tuesday and Thursday. Um, I think it's like Monday uh, and Thursday or Monday and Wednesday, something like that. It's where it's got to fit in. So, yeah. is that the whole team, or is that just the Hastings location training Hastings, or is it? No, I, I, I'm not quoting team, you on it. Not quoting you. On the it. whole team training both. The whole team will have to go to um, uh, Hastings, and the whole team go to Greenwich. So, you know, it's that way it's evened itself out with the London boys yeah. and the Hastings boys. Oh, yeah, that's quite a good move. Yeah. Also, I think they're running a bus, aren't they running a minibus up or something like that? A French is doing it. Oh, well, ain't Shipman. <laughs> Shipman ain't driving, is he? Yeah, I think, oh. I think they're shuttling them up, which, are, which is also another, I guess some of the, because we've got mainly the young lads down in Hastings, mm. I guess that, they've got more flexibility. And I think there was an element of, obviously, most of the guys who left, obviously, they they've got sort of jobs and families and things like that. Obviously, the the ones that are still with us are are under twenty threes or yeah. or on the verge of going up from under twenty threes to seniors, which gives them a little bit more flexibility in travelling for the training and that sort of thing, yeah. and probably a bit more inclination to do so. Whereas probably the the guys who've got established careers and families more more difficult. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm encouraged by that because I think one of one of my concerns was that you'd end up with a situation where the first team was training in London mm. and the kids were training in Hastings. Yeah. That's yeah, why I asked. And at that point, you kind of lost your pathway from one up yeah. to the other. And exactly. The yeah. problem that you've got with that, obviously, the youngsters and the you know it's 
it's the element of cost as well. You know, it's not mm. cheap to in whatever mode of transport you use from Hastings um, to Greenwich. Um, you know, so yeah, you've got that that issue with them, although they're younger as well. So, you know, I think they're um, hopefully be helped out with that as well. Um, and yeah, in answer to that, uh, John, it wasn't that many that uh, turned down just because they uh, had to travel to London, shall we say? All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That was the way it was presented in on some platforms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, you before before we broke up last season, Malcolm, you did give us some ten minutes worth of home truths on uh, on play on players' loyalty and um, loyalty versus cash. So didn't you? I remember that. I remember that chat on the last podcast at the end of the last season. So yeah, that all came to level... didn't it? At this level, Andy, it happens uh, a lot. You know, yes. if uh, someone's someone's going to offer you a five or more, um, you tend to sort of walk down to the next bus stop. Um, but you know, who can blame them? They're trying to. Uh, uh, they're not trying to further their career at this their age, are they? They're sort of just no. going for the best deals that they really? can get. You know, for, the only the only one I was really surprised about. I think um, all the others I could understand some some degree what they. What they've moved on, but Louis Rogers, I'm not sure. I didn't get that down to Lewis. Didn't get that. He lives it's that way. Good. Where's he live? It's Eastbourne or somewhere over there, isn't it? And hasn't signed a contract anywhere. No, say again, mate. He hasn't signed a contract anywhere. Yet. Oh, I thought he was at Lewis. He's there, but he's not signed anything signed. yet. Okay. From from uh, from what I heard, he was going to a league above or, that's or what, two, that's what should be and yeah. and it fell through. Is what okay. I heard. So. And it's very telling that no nobody who left went up a division. Mm. They didn't go down so, a division either. Mm? Didn't go down a division either. Yeah, no, but they all went sideways. So nobody mm. left and went up. So apart from yeah. Sammy Adams. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sammy Adams going to be playing them all next season. <laughs> Does that mean we'll be playing them all next season then? At some point, quite a few. I think. Quite yeah, few, most yeah. of them. Yes, most of them. We yeah. can say hello to all of them when we go and watch a Whitehawk. Yeah. yeah, you could yeah. argue that Whitehawk showed a massive lack of imagination by doing what they did, really, couldn't you? Yeah, good players. I mean, if you want to stabilize yeah. yourself in this league, mm. uh, you know, they're good. Uh, uh, we finished seventh last year. Yeah, that's yeah. nothing wrong with that team. I'd, I'd argue that to the cows come home, but you know, things change. Uh, Whitehawk could be up there near the top, maybe. Do you reckon? Yeah, I do. Right, and okay, well, we're going to ask about Hastings. Where are we finishing? And we're also going to ask about Whitehawk because we seem to be obsessed with them. <laughs> Where's Hastings finishing, Ian? Uh, eight. Okay. Simon, Simon, where are we finishing? Uh, I'm thinking mid table because we've got to start from scratch. You've got to start from scratch. Mid table. Yep. Fair enough. Probably just above us. Uh, I, I should, I should clarify, I've got no problem with eight. Yeah, no, I'm yes. So, so it's not it's not me being pessimistic. It's not a dig. That yeah, would be yeah. fine. Yeah, no problem with that. Kevo, well, what is going I, on in your house, mate? I think realistically, we'd all be happy just to stay up. But um, yeah, I, I can't see any reason why we can't finish mid-table or just above. Okay, Gabs, go on. What do you reckon? Go on. I think eighth is about accurate, actually. Mm. Um, I think it's 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 it strikes me as funny. I had no idea what the 
you know what your chairman said in terms of aiming to to win it but um there seems to be a gulf in kind of one expectation and another expectation um i think no i, th- I think the players you've got in if you can keep them and if you can get them playing i think i think you definitely have a shot at the playoffs um yeah. whether you get in there i think it's similar to us i think i think you'll give it a good shot but um uh, yeah i'll go seventh or eighth i think thank you uh Malcolm, fifth, pushing fifth. for fourth. Pushing for fourth. Uh, and Andy? I think we'll finish higher than last year. So, sixth? Around fifth. the playoffs. Around the playoffs, okay. Let's say fifth or sixth, yeah, around mm. the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I'll go around that. Eighth or ninth, I think we're going to definitely be a, a a chance of the playoffs. I'll put it on, on the predict six, I'll put uh, seventh, but mm. I'm going up to third now because of the, um, the signings this week. Mm. Radar is going to make such a big difference if he if he can stay fit. Well, yeah, and and if if he can play, I mean, he he was brilliant against Charlton, mm. and he looks. I mean, I've only seen him on video clips since because I haven't seen any of the live games. But he's um, he looks like he's bulked up a bit. He, I mean, he was because he was playing as a target man yeah. for the last half hour or whatever it was against Charlton, and he was never a particularly good target man. Because he didn't really have the strength, and he'd kind of, you know, just get involved in petty battles with people, and and you know, fall over, fall over, and stuff. <laughs> but yeah. but you know, he, he wasn't he wasn't a great target man, and 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 um and he was he was fantastic at it on in that half hour against Charlton. You know, he held the ball up, he flipped it on, he kind of he really led the line, which is, suggests people have been really working at finding him a role, I think. Because, you yeah. know, before he was a very good player, but you couldn't quite work out what he was what he was for. Would um, would he get in our team at the moment though? I mean, where oh where would you play him? How did we play it last night, Andy? He played he played um sort of wide and wide almost like a front three yesterday. Um, hard to hard to be sure because but but slightly wide, but I mean showing a lot of movement coming inside. I mean a great movement for the goal. Um because obviously Femi was playing as the out and out target man, really, as as you'd expect. That's already becoming quite established, <laughs> but uh, but um, but with David buzzing around him. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is, the good thing is with this team, Radari was a sort of icing on the cake thing, as opposed to as opposed to an instant instant place in the team. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. true. I mean, he could easily play in that team. The nice, what you want is. And we've said this, I mean, I've said this before, you want 15 players that when you read them out, it doesn't really bother you who who you read out mm-hmm. as the, as the mm-hmm. first 11, exactly. depending on how we've, who we're playing. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing. And um, that Ryan Atkins, who came on yesterday and came on on Saturday as well, again, could play a sim- probably play a similar game to David. So he's a, it, it's great to have someone like him to supplement what they'd already bought. And it really was the icing on the cake. I think it's uh, as well, Andy, he's gone away and, uh, you know, playing first uh, pro football, if you like, you know, football all the time. Mm. He's learned the movement. He has bulked up, obviously, because, you know, they do gym work full-time and work. full-time training. Mm. Um, he's bulked up a little bit, but he hasn't lost that pace. But he's he's gained the cleverness as well with the yeah. runs. Yeah. So he moved, his movement is so good. And the good thing about it, you know, even though at this short space of time, you've got a midfield that can find him, yeah. that know them yeah. runs. And they, they just find him on a sixpence. And he's, you know... <laughs> I've only seen last night's goal yeah, um, 
you know, so on yeah, social media. Cool. But mm. um, both of his goals, really, that you know, against Charlton as well, were just his movement, yeah. and they were easy finishes, easy mm. finishes for someone you know as a striker. Um, but he's he's done it by the movement and the people finding him, and it um, it only bodes well, really, if they can continue that throughout the season. Yes. Or you've got a big striker, man in Femi, you know, that's going to hold the ball up or flick mm. it on for him, you know, with that, that pace. So I think we'll win more games 5-4 than we will 1-0, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think it is. It does It does look like that, doesn't it? Like, but you yeah. won't have to wait 20 minutes for your first attempt on goal. That's the... No, that's right. I no think we'll miss Jake. Out of all the people that have gone, I think Jake Elliott is, yeah. uh, is the one that I'm thinking that, you know, we really... Uh, we'll really miss him. Mm. So. Yeah, I think Jake and Kane Penn were the two that I thought. I, th- I thought Kane Penn for his potential, and Jake because of that steadiness with a bit yeah. of attacking threat. Mm. Yeah, they were the two that I they, I would say if you had to look back, they were the two that I'd say we we'll, we missed. I mean, yeah. Kane Penn's the one player that we that who went where you kind of think well, you wouldn't be surprised if he ended up at a higher level. At, mm. at some point, because he's you know he's a very consistent, intelligent player. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, we got lots of new ones to like now. Um, I just got yeah. to get to know them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, get to know a new groundsman, maybe. Oh, why? What's going on with? Uh... Didn't you see he's gone to Lewis? Oh, you're what? Yeah, Simon. Brookings, yeah. Yep. Uh, really? Well, they need somebody at bloody Lewis every mm-hmm. time we turn up. It's called off because of the freaking pin. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's the case anyway. Put on Twitter yesterday. So. Yeah, I saw that. I was hoping somebody would be able to tell me uh, why and what what's happening. Right. Know, so sort of... Simon was at the ground yesterday, um, mm. and obviously Lewis have got you know Simon. Everyone knows Simon works at Wembley as part of the Wembley team. Mm. You know that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, Lewis have got one of these hybrid carpet and grass-woven pitches. So so they've, they've got... Sounds like their beer. Huh? Sounds like oh, their beer. Yeah. shocking. <laughs> they've got their great... Um, they've yeah. got this lovely modern pitch. So mm. when they were looking for somebody, it was obviously a great opportunity for Simon to work on the type of pitch that is that obviously using modern technology, etc., yeah. And in in the same, obviously, a path on the way towards what they use at Wembley, which is obviously an uber um, posh example of that type of pitch. And so he he wanted to go and work with the kind of um, pitch technology that they got at Lewis. So obviously, that was what what was the draw for him. Yeah. He said he's still going to work at Hastings in the meantime. How that will where that goes, who knows? But he said that's that's what he's doing at the moment. And then so many will. <laughs> So are we, ex- are we expecting the dream team of Gary Histed and Dane as groundsmen? Uh, it's, is that possible? Do you think well, if that is the case, then there definitely won't be any more back passes to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, OK. Well, we, know well. Dane, we know that Dane does everything, but I'm not sure Grant uh, yeah. uh, does that much. <laughs> he does everything with a smile on his face as well, doesn't he? No, he does. We love him really. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you for his benefit. Yeah. I was looking at a video today of the 2001-2002 uh, season. Stuart Miles sent me some links to the, the videos that I shot back in those days. Oh, God, yeah. Oh. And they've now, they've now but, ended up on YouTube. The lithographs. The lithographs. The, state, they? the <laughs> state of the pitch in those days. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's 
that, that's not knocking the yeah. guy who was um, proper football, proper football back then, mate. I can't remember. He ended yeah. up retiring to France. Dave Bitten. He, he, yeah, was, he was a gentleman then. And uh, obviously, <laughs> technology's moved on, as we all know. But the state of that pitch, and I just watched the, 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 the highlight I watched tonight was the, the home defeat to St. Leonard's. Oh, with, 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 oh, <laughs> and and how that game finished, I'll never know. Oh, the my state God. Of yeah, that pitch. Yeah. Oh, dear. It was a swamp. I mean, what, what, what Simon Rudkins has done with that pilot field pitch has been absolutely outstanding. But pit, pitches are generally better everywhere. Um, but what Simon's done a really good job at Hastings. I, I hope he. I hope he stays there in yeah. one form or another. But we, I don't we know how, do. how he does that and hold down his job as well, which is God. Yeah. <laughs> he's, well, he stopped, he, that, that's the big change. He stopped doing garden works. Yeah, stopped. Ground works, is it? Yeah, so yeah. He's, he stopped doing that. Okay, don't blame him. Um, so he's he taken a break from that. And obviously, obviously the pitches are his, I am at, well, sort of goes without saying, that's his first love, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can see you can understand him moving on to Lewis to, to do to yeah. do work on a different yeah. type of pitch because that's what's coming. That's yeah. what's coming. It, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's the same thing as these, about programs. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew he was going to go there. But no, no. Believe you me, you're going to have programs. digital pitches. You, you know, I always <laughs> buy a program everywhere when I get to a game. I always buy a program. What about yeah. that one at Kennedy Island last season then? That little hand-sized programme they that had. That was quite nice. Yeah, quite nice. Size, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. That was interesting, wasn't it? That that was interesting. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'll always buy a printed programme, but I just think that digital is it it's creeping in everywhere. No, don't like digital. Not at Enfield. Not at Enfield and not at Margate, mate. No. And not at Acefield. I don't know what Gabe at Enfield thinks about it, but for me. If if we if we did go digital, no. you, there's so much more you can do with it. But an awful lot of people don't bother to read the digital thing. I, no. I must admit, I don't. I must admit, I don't. I did make an effort once or twice the last couple of seasons. I think I read the East Grinstead one a couple of years ago, and it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. But it, it's coming. It's it's it, it'll be it'll be there. And it's like like the pitches are changing as well. Yeah. So, I think I think certainly at our level, there's still demand for something that you can take with you. You can read it in the stands. Yeah, you know, yeah something, tan something tangible. Yeah, I, 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 I collect programs. Yeah, and me I've too. Got, I've got yeah. them going back to, to 1978. So yeah, I've not got a lot of room left, but I, I still that's want to program. That's what I'm going to ask you next: storage. You know where where you where you put them all? Yeah, they're all under the yeah. bed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a big well, I'm a big collector, and I probably got Hastings. Well, going back to Hastings and St Leonard, so going back to late forties, early fifties. Right. Blimey. Um, I've I, got I one up... from 1936. Oh wow. Right. I managed impressed. to. Somebody I, said, "Oh, you like programs, don't you?" I've got this really old one. I'm like, "Give me, give me, give me!" <laughs> I'm, I'm still collecting. I'm still collecting now. I particularly specialise in Aces United FA Cup programs, and I'm still collecting now. So yeah. uh, I'd Not be gutted. I'd be gutted if I. If <laughs> it's I've got shed loads of things. I've got shed loads of Stamco's and St Leonard's FC and shit like that. And uh, I've offered them to uh, a couple of people, but I can't get rid of them. Nah. A huge box of them, Windy. Yeah, cool. I think it's only a matter of time before the only a matter of time before the. I ain't heard from them again. It's only a matter of time before there'll be an AIPA man, won't there? <laughs> Already isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, you've got a new you've got a new chair now, yeah. You bench stools. Yeah. I want my stools, yeah. yeah. I want, no, we've given it your your neck when you come are you coming on Saturday, John? No, I've got to go to, I can't go on Saturday because um one of the fans who died last year, it's a, a memorial for him over at Bexley. Oh, so I'm going over to that and missing it. I'd rather miss a friendly than a league match if I can. Yeah. Oh, well, next time, well, next game, drop him. Yeah, because we've yeah we've refurbed, put a lot, put all new pictures up, and um, and we got a couple of old uh, six fifties, sixties diner stalls from a oh, second. Yeah, I saw those, yeah. And we threw out the old, we threw out the old um, seat that was in there, and uh, and. Uh, Put the diner stalls in instead, and um, yeah, got a load of new pictures printed and replaced all the old fading photos. And excellent hoovering, it was quite interesting because we, if you hoovered in a corner, then then bits started to come away. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and then they condemned the. Tent. We thought the whole the whole main stand was going to come down around. You've, hoover, you've hoovered up the main stand; it's just yeah. disappeared into a massive hoover bag. I'll probably be dead from asbestos poisoning. <laughs> yeah. I have to uh, say, Andy, you've done a cracking job with it, with with all of yeah. that. You've really made it your own. It's I have en- I have enjoyed it. It's quite. It's sometimes quite stressful. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done it if I didn't think I'd enjoy it. When when the job came up, I thought to myself, if you don't throw your hat in the ring for that, you'll never forgive yourself. So mm. it's really good fun contributing, really. I mean, it sounds like you're having fun and that means it's fun to listen to. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. So, you know, so, yeah, it's just a bit of fun doing the music and um, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It gives me something to think about. I've been torturing myself this afternoon listening to things like Six Music and Radio One dance playlists to try and pick stuff out and my god talk about i do it so you don't have to that was a long (laughs) that was a a long couple of hours i'll tell you i think they're going to be looking at coming out to something new andy right well they cut they got paul asked me about sussex by the sea so i gave him the um history of how we came away from it and back to it so i told him what the situation was and then and i just said look it's up to you. I've already, I'd already spoken to him to say if you want players' music between quarter past two and quarter to three, you know, warm up music. Yeah, you can have that as well. So he said he would speak to them. So I've already spoken to him because <clears throat> at the end of the day, uh, the players are the priority. So, so that slot is for them as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, again, yeah. the only thing with walkout music is uh, obviously the older fans. There's a very, they they just really really make a big thing of Sussex by the Sea. They really are very much invested in it. So yeah. I to, yeah. I told him all that. So I told him the history of it and why we are where we are. So again, I'm fine. I I I I'll do whatever people want. It's um, you know, because we get our time to play our music at half time and and that sort of stuff. So that's all good. I was very yeah. pleased to hear Sussex by the Sea actually the other night. Rather than mm. that awful tangerine dream rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, T- Terry, Terry and Gabs are obviously still here and they're yeah. having to listen to us uh, waffle on. What 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 music do you uh, your boys come out to? Do they come out to any music at Margate? We don't have one. The Libertines. You come out to the Libertines, and yeah, you don't well, have any sponsors still. So, all right. No, there, there there was a quirk that during during the season where we were sponsored by WWE, the first couple of games we came out to uh, like wrestling soundtracks. Ah, oh, <laughs> um, superb. Which is, 
which was quite funny, but it hasn't yeah. lasted. Um, do you know among among the various sort of group chats and stuff, there there has been a bit of a bit of chatter about what we could uh, what we could come out to, but there's nothing. I don't know. There's no there's no kind of county association, or I mean, you mm. know, London calling would be a bit generic. You want but... to come out and let some white chairs and dived in? Are you talking about Margate now? You're talking about Margate now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. He's well, in for. Well, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Well, I was addressing it to yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we 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 used to come out come out to a lot of that a lot of the time. We're back back in like the eighties and nineties. But I'll say since we've been sponsored by the Libertines, we've we've come out to um, to one of their tracks. So yeah, I can't imagine what you'd be something like "Don't Look Back." Be something like "Don't Look Back into the Sun," won't it? Bump it up, honestly. I yeah. It it's not eighties rock music. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, welcome to my world. I I have to yeah. I spent spent half my life trying to sort of absorb stuff from everywhere now, so that I can. Yeah, um, yeah I'm like okay. Part of the fun. This... <laughs> we might have some fun on Saturday. We might see if we can dig out some. I've got a load of TV theme tunes and that that I've stored now. So we might might have the Sweeney or Dixon oh. Green or something like Why that. Why not? <laughs> Yes, play Zed cars for me. Now the, the best one was when we come out to the Champions League music in that, <laughs> that, that cup that um, Smithy put that on. I mean was it Smithy or you, Andy? I can't remember if you were in the box at the time. That was just before my tenure. Ah, that was brilliant. Well played, yeah. Smithy, on that one. Yeah. I reckon we're gonna to have to do something like that for our first game though, because we've got a new new trophy cabinet now. <laughs> exactly. Warm that trophy cabinet up. Yeah, got that ready. Champions, champions. Yeah, got that, got that, did over our yeah. uh, our ex-manager. <laughs> he gave us the finger as he walked off. <laughs> I hope oh, we keep up our our on our time on a tradition of, of cheesy classics, you know, like Nut Rocker and, and um Popcorn. Yeah, popcorn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're putting, it, yeah. you're putting pressure on Andy here. That's uh, a lot of pressure. Saturday, we had Tony Bennett on Saturday, so I left my heart in San Francisco. Oh, nice one, mate. Well, so, well, so. Yeah, you had Bruce Forsyth for everyone to walk home to. Which, Say which, that again? which? You had Bruce Forsyth for everyone to walk home to. We did, yeah. I played Life is the Name of the Game by Bruce, Bruce oh, Forsyth. Very yeah. good, very <laughs> good. Very good. Uh, Actually, talking about Sussex by the Sea, I'm actually, I've, I've told Chris this before. I'm actually very fond of the the bad manners version. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. On the podcast, I think we should use that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Don't know. Do Club might, no, no. might not want to do that. Try and figure out which <laughs> ones we used to come out with. Mm. Bad manners were all sponsors back in the nineties. <laughs> Bloody yeah. bus vessel doing yeah. the cartwheel on the pitch. Lip up, fatty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what we used to come out to. Oh, <laughs> you mention it. <laughs> yeah. So. So, Gab, Enfield just do not come out to music at all. No, it's uh, oh, really at weird. all. And it, well, it, it's it, it, is it just silence and tumbleweed? <laughs> no, so Andy, no, and Andy on our um, the, the the man behind the voice, uh, the, the game show voice on the uh, on the town at Enfield Town. Mm. He's uh, he, he does his best to drum up support. Um, to be fair, music in general uh, at, at Donkey Lane is is just neglected. It is really neglected. <laughs> um, it really is, and and to to the extent where we were worried as directors, if if I think we played, I think it was just during half time. This was a couple of seasons back, 
And we were worried if uh, if we played just sort of YouTube or something like that, if we get a sort of licensing bill through the through the post. So, um, yeah, we, we do need to up our game there, I think. Um, you know, but but again, it's a quandary of what we come out to. And no, uh, I, I, I suspect we'd be having similar debates to uh, to the one that's taking place here. Yeah, you've worried Andy now. He hasn't got the licenses in. <laughs> well, that's above my pay grade. That job. <laughs> I think I, I suspect that that's, that's just us being overcautious, mate. To be honest, no, I, it's, I, it's I, a little known play... fact that you can avoid all licensing fees if you just play the songs on a kazoo. <laughs> yeah, there's an option yeah, I, mean. <laughs> I would actually say that i'm just playing them for, which is almost true actually that i'm only just playing them for my own personal consumption yeah, and probably. others happen to hear them yeah <laughs> well that's kind of true of rpa isn't it really yes you might as well be playing on a, on a well, it is, i'm always having sat in the main stand as you as you as you are all aware um, I am I'm painfully aware of the fact that you have to deafen the main stand for the players to hear it in the far corner where they warm up. You have to deafen the main stand. So, you know, it's like the juice runs out by the time it gets to the speakers on the far side. <laughs> so, you know, but that's not going to change. I've got, I've got to ask one question. What's your guys' opinions on goal music? No. Goals, yeah, no, I, the the best thing not about Avely going up and Earn Bay going down. I hate that. Yeah, because they but yeah. they they played goal and it was just like oh sod off. Especially when it wasn't a goal anyway. Well, it's even the fact that it's hey Andy. Yeah, we know you've scored. We've got you got your scoreboard up there. You don't need to put the damn music on as well. You know, it's just. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so well, that does bloody music. I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I must admit, I am at best ambivalent about it. But you know, I was quite. Oh, when we didn't we uh, didn't we used to play Nirvana as a goal as a goal scoring guy? I was quite into that. Is it Nirvana? No, I don't remember that one. Doesn't that. sound like them. Nirv- I can't think of a Nirvana song that's obviously. It's the one that goes, Yay! Oh, lithium. Uh, lithium. Yeah, I think we did yeah. for a while. Oh. Do we? Yeah. I'll vote for it. Not a bad choice of goal music, but I'm still, I, I wouldn't. I think I, just, it's just, I don't know if it's a, if it's uh, an issue just for our level, but just we're so used to, you know, the, the sort of drum track and the and the fans after a goal. I think it would, it would take something away, I think, if we put goal yeah, music. Yeah, it does a bit. What, what's, uh, what's the threshold, Andy, in terms of consolation goals? Because I've, I've, I've been at games where you've been 4-0 down, Yes, and you've scored a consolation goal in the 90th minute, and they've played. Uh, I think. <laughs> Let me entertain you. The smile song <laughs> at, the, at the time, and they played it's... that for a consolation goal. At so where where do you draw the line in terms well, of when? Funny, we well, the, the, one, not? the one thing I have had is when I've done women's games, and they last season or or whenever when they were on the when they were likely to thrash somebody about eight nil. I said to Bill, I did, I've actually said to Billy, I said, at what point do I stop playing goal music? Because we're just taking the piss. Because I, <laughs> I think once you get to five, yeah. I feel uncomfortable playing yeah, there's goal no music. there's no need at that point, is there? No. <laughs> right then, gang. I think we've gone on long enough now. Yeah. <laughs> Look, looking forward to this season. Um, yeah. yeah uh, all, to, all to play for. It's going to be good. Uh, no matter where we finish, it's going to be fun. And uh, obviously, I love the fan base. You know me. Um, just get to love this team. Um, looking forward to seeing you, Gabs, at Enfield. Um, obviously, good luck, Gabs, and Terry as well. Obviously, good luck, Terry. Good luck. Yeah. So anyway, take care. Yep. Windy, Malk, 
Andy, Ian, Kev, and Simon in uh, Thailand, Philippines, sorry. Hang on. Getting everyone tonight. So take you. And, well, I won't see you Saturday, but I'll see you during the season. Anyway, take care. Well, that's it for another episode, SBTS fans. If you want to get in contact with this podcast, the email is hufcpod at gmail.com. The Twitter, which is sbtspod. Otherwise, go to the YouTube. Over three and a half years of content on there. There's so many other ways to listen. However you get your podcasts, we're on all platforms. Or go to the link tree, which is SBTS Podcast, uh, and subscribe. It's all free. Remember, get yourselves to a game and support local football, whoever and wherever you're watching. And apart from that, see you at the game.